Hi guys, welcome back to What's Holding You Back, episode 12. We are so excited to be back after such a long break. We miss recording these podcasts and being able to serve you with the best content. Our main mission and purpose behind recording these podcasts is to bring guests which can help you understand that you are the creator of your life. You have full control over your life and you can live the life of your dreams by breaking past the limitations you have created for yourself. So today's topic is actually all about knowing how not to be identified with our career, achievements, material things, and knowing our true authentic self, who we are really meant to be in this world. In our busy career, hectic life, we actually forget who we really are and in turn face burnout and our happiness gets based on external things, rather basing it on our inner happiness, which comes from us. Do we ever stop and ask ourselves, am I truly happy where I am? Is this making me happy? What do I really want? Is this really serving me? We just base our happiness based on what society expects us to be happy with, such as having an amazing job, having a modern car, Tesla, for example, (laughs) um, a partner. Um, I'm not saying these things are not important. But these things shouldn't be the root of your happiness. It should add to your happiness, which you have already within you. I repeat, within you. So let's not wait any longer and introduce our incredible, amazing guest. She is a doctor. First time you have a doctor on our podcast. We are really excited. Um, Don't worry, we won't ask you any medical (laughs) questions or anything. Uh, A certified high performance coach um, who helps career professionals that want something more in life and want to live an abundant life and also a podcast host as well of Medic today please follow um, entrepreneur and the founder of founder of the drip stop she this doesn't stop here she is hosting an incredible event for doctors called ignite 2022 to reignite their passion and live a fulfilled life See, she recently even received an award for the inspirational women of Fort Smith for making a huge impact in the community and helping people to live their best life. It's an honor to have today with us, Dr. Alicia Damani. Welcome to our podcast, Doctor. <laughs> Thank you so much. What an introduction. I'm, I'm truly humbled and grateful. Thank you so much for having me here. Great. Thank you so much, Alicia, again, for like giving your time. It's going to be an epic episode. So I'm just so excited. So let's like without waiting, let's get to the first question. So my first question to you, Alicia, is how did you find out your true calling was to be a doctor? And what made you become a certified coach and entrepreneur at the same time as well? Okay, so that that's a really big, <laughs> big <laughs> question. And I'm going to throw a spanner in the works. I don't think I figured out what my true calling really is. And I still don't think I know that, although I feel like I'm a little bit closer. And it's funny, isn't it? When you're at 16, 17, 18 years old, you're expected to have some idea of what you want to do, which blurs into who we want to be. We haven't seen the world. What life have we experienced to to that date? What experiences have we encountered? What knowledge have we learned? So, you know, true calling really, really is is a big space. And I think it's something that's created. But, you know, my journey into medicine was very much, and I think a lot of people will relate to this, whether you've practiced medicine or not, is, okay, you want to do well at school. You want to get your grades. What are you doing well at? You know, if you're good at sciences and you care for people, then naturally you want to think about becoming a doctor or a nurse. Um, You know, a lot of people like to go into those sorts of courses at universities where you can see a clear job at the end of it. You you want to become an accountant. You want to become a lawyer. You want to become an engineer. And anything else around that is all a bit woo-woo because you can't picture the next 20, 30, 50 years of your life. Um, so I, you know, fell into medicine because I was good at science and, and I loved serving people. And in doing medicine, of course, like I'm, I'm privileged and honoured to be here to serve in the way that I can. But there was always something missing, you know, through medical school, when I graduated, when I started training. I always knew that there was more to me. 
And I couldn't quite figure out what that looked like or how that would show up, what I need to do to, to really find and discover myself. And it really took me stepping away from medicine, actually. Six years ago, I, I resigned from the profession. It took me to step away to give myself the space to, to look at myself, to give myself the opportunity to be present to me, what's coming to me, my emotions, my thoughts, what's missing in my life and building on from there. So, you know, fast forward to today, I absolutely love being a medic and I never thought I would love it the way that I do today. Um, we know the system is stretched, you know, COVID has happened. There's a lot of talk about burnout and overwhelm. Um, but I love waking up and showing up to a system that I can really serve. And not a lot of people can say that, particularly doctors that I encounter. And this may, you know, this may be similar across other professions. If you're if you're working long hours, your workload is intense, and you're leaving every day empty, tired, exhausted. You know, the question is, why do you still do that? <laughs> what life are you living? What are you doing it for? And we as a society are just expected to keep going, right? Mm -hmm. it's what we're it's what we're meant to do pay our bills enjoy the time that we do have spend a bit of our money share with our family and, th and then what and I I felt really lost in that phase where I resigned and I was trying to discover what I truly wanted to do um and so last year in fact the year before potentially I started training as a coach because it took me to get a coach myself to help me work through my head <laughs> I'm a big overthinker. I overthink everybody, everyone who knows me. <laughs> they know I overthink absolutely everything. I'm a perfectionist. A lot of people will be perfectionists. They won't take an action until they know what the end result is going to be. Um, and so when I started getting coaching, it really helped navigate, helped me navigate what my brain was doing, what my mind and heart and soul was doing to really figure out, okay, so does this work for me or not? Do I try this or not? And it's like a safety net, it's a support system. So if I try something, it doesn't work and I'm getting emotional about it or I'm overthinking it again, I have a coach to support me through that. And so I decided I wanted to do the same for others. So I trained and I've, I've certified as a high performance coach and I chose high performance coaching because as a doctor, particularly, um, you know, a lot of, in fact, forget being a doctor, anybody who works hard are high achievers, regardless of status titles, right? And we all put everything into what we do. So I really want to support doctors to start off with, but this, I'm sure it's going to boom into something far bigger than I even imagine it to be. But you know, for people who have made their grades at school, gotten into medical school and, you know, are working but aren't fulfilled, they've spent like a decade of their life getting to where they are, even longer. And if they're not living a life that is fulfilling for them, it breaks my heart. <laughs> and I found a way through it. And I just want to share that for others. So that's why I became a certified high performance coach. I um, mean, I've always wanted to start my own business, having multiple streams of income. You know, it's a, it's a safety, it's, it helps me be creative. I can use my skills in various ways. I get to connect and network with so many incredible people who are up to so much. Um, and for the first time in a long time, I can say that, you know, every day I wake up, I love what I do. Mm. It exhausts me, yes. New challenges come, yes. I still overthink them and I still need my coach, yes. But I am aligned with who I am and what I'm creating for my life. And whatever challenges it's brought and it is bringing still, the growth that you achieve for yourself. And, you know, I'm a happier person for my family. I'm a happier person for my colleagues. I can make such a positive difference now because of the journey I've lived. And it took me to go through the guilt of stepping away from medicine, being judged, the fear of not knowing who I am if I'm not a doctor. You know, and I think a lot of people are in a, in a similar position where if they remove their job title, it's who are they anymore? Mm -hmm. True. You know, we're human beings before we are our job titles. And I think we forget that in society today. I cannot agree more. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I... 
whatever you said amazing like I've taken two things away from it at the beginning when you said about we don't know as the child we're given so much responsibility at GCSEs choose your GCSEs you know like <laughs> then choose your college A levels then choose your university so much but big decisions at such a young age like it's very relatable to me because I never knew what I wanted to do so mm. I was just like yeah sciences then I went into accounting and then I was like I don't enjoy this and like maybe I did at this point but this is not who I am and recently actually I quit my job it was a very very big difficult decision because I didn't have anything lined up but I knew that job wasn't making me happy it was just a I was identifying with it oh it's me it's my dream job like you know that's who I am but that's not who you are what do you really want to do so I'm basically exploring what I actually want to do and that's okay um, and as you said, like, you know, you took a break, you quit your job at, for, for some time. And I think people are scared to do that. And um, you should be at, at some place to do that as well in terms of finances as well. Not everyone can do that. But like, it's very important to step back and think, is this making you happy? Am I aligned? As you were saying, now you feel very aligned with what you're doing. You're happy as a person. Like if something isn't making you happy, then you got to change it, right? But that comes with bravery, courage to take that leap of faith with you that, you know, I, I just know that a lot of people ask me, what's the next plan, Anusha? And I'm like, you know what? I actually don't know, but I'll figure it out because I have faith in myself that, you know, I'll do it. So I think that's very important to trust yourself and have faith. So, yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, I couldn't agree with you more. You know, it does take courage to make a decision where you're walking into a space that is uncertain and we don't like that yeah yeah and and actually we don't like that and it's it's our survival mechanism you know our brains are wired to survive and and that's okay but actually that is where all the fun and dance and games are that's where you discover who you truly are and it's getting comfortable with the discomfort of not knowing what your life looks like or what it could be and trusting and believing in yourself and actually you know self-belief is is hard for a lot of people I still find it hard for myself and I took on the belief that others had in me to keep me moving until I got to a point where I began to believe in myself more and that's okay you don't have to do it alone you really don't have to do it alone And if you want to get, you know, there's a quote, I probably won't remember it clearly, but if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. I love that. Something like that. Um, And it's, you know, people are afraid of asking for help, Mm. particularly when it comes to your well-being, your mindset, your mental health. And these all contribute to your career and your career decisions and your academics. Like it, they all impact it, right? It does. And actually... It's, it's just like going to the gym, actually. You want good physical fitness and health, you're going to pay your gym membership and then you're going to go. But no one talks about mental fitness. Mm. No one talks about training their mind. And it's something that we use every single day. So, you know, it's, um, it's okay to, to feel like you need help and to ask for it. It's not a weakness. And actually, it will take you much further than you can even imagine yourself true it's like if you don't look after yourself who will and like everything starts with you I think knowing as you said being brave you know it's okay it's okay not to be okay you know (laughs) like that kind of thing like it's okay absolutely I think it's so inspiring kind of listening I was just pretty much quiet but it was kind (laughs) of you know very good to take everything in Uh, just want to add one more thing like you know when in in our Asian society when we are growing up, you know, our parents kind of say, if if you are not a doctor, engineer, you know, if you are not that those professions, we will be labeled as a failure in the society. That's how, you know, our society kind of works, especially the Asian society. That's what I have seen. Uh, so I think it's it's very important, as you said, not to label your uh, yourself with your job because you are a lot more than that you have a lot more ability than that and it's all about believing in yourself that you know what you can do a lot more and you have a lot more uh, that you can offer to the world 
And as you kind of said, the fact that, you know, um, it's very important to think it as a, as a point of service in terms of what you're offering to other people. I think that will give you that spark and motivation. You know what I can do, I can improve myself because I'm impacting other people. I think if you have that thought in your mind, that can really take you far. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, you know, we, we're brought up in a society where we're taught other beliefs, you know, beliefs of others. We're taught in an education system that is there for the masses, not there for the individual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Um, and so we're all fitting into a system and naturally we begin to struggle to think and believe independently. And, you know, that comes with life experience that comes with, um, you know, seeing the world, hearing the news and seeing what's going on and forming your own judgments. But, um, you know, there is this generational perspective. We know our parents and grandparents are looking out for us. We know they love us. They, we know that they want us to, to do well. So it's all coming from a good place. But the question is, what world did they grow up in? Mm, what yeah. were their surroundings? Yeah. True. True. What did success look like for them? Yeah. You know, and it's hard for them to shift their beliefs because that's the world that they've grown up in and that's what's right for them. Absolutely. So, you know, we, we live in the world today the way it is where we are geographically the people that are around us and and we get to form our own definitions what does success and failure look like to us you know what it means for me may be different to what it means for you absolutely so there's true. no right or wrong so, so true. it's um it's a hard one because you know we want to please our parents yeah you know, we, we want to show them that we're doing well you know yeah. we want their approval mm, yeah true True. and society as well like yeah yeah absolutely absolutely and there's nothing wrong with that mm. the question is does that thought serve you or does it limit you absolutely yeah absolutely. can you be bigger than that can you live beyond that yeah so or can true. you serve in that space anyway you know ultimately if you're doing a job or living a career that does not fulfill the criteria of society or your family but you're happy and they can see that Mm. they see that you're happy that you're showing up that you're loving that you're kind that you're generous it won't matter what you do absolutely true you won't have anything to prove to them right so true so true and another thing to add is that i think we are all unique in our as you said in our abilities you know Mm. when we are growing up uh, we are expected to to have good grades but you know we forget the fact that we all have different abilities someone might Mm. be good at art someone might be good at sport someone might be good at science or you know whatever but we forget that we just say we just kind of label ourselves with with good grades as you as you mentioned in the beginning of the podcast but we forget Mm. that we all have different abilities Right. Um, for example, when I was growing up, I was told by my tuition teacher in Pakistan that I would never be able to pass the secondary school. But that was her belief. But mm. I, I had a different belief. I thought, you know, what, I can I can do it. Um, but, the, but the point is that everyone has their own abilities and it's about strengthening those abilities and, and see what you can do with them in the future. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's like, you know, if you're around people that aren't going to see your greatness, if they're not going to see your talents and your abilities, then you're going to end up believing them. Absolutely. So if, if there are people saying, you know, you're stupid or you can't do this, you're not capable. Yeah. Don't hang around with them. <laughs> Absolutely. You know? And some, it's hard when you're at school because sometimes teachers can, you know, they don't realize what they say and the impact that words can have. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, um, but it's having that space outside of that when you can to be around the people who know you who love you for who you are whatever yeah. that looks like amazing no that's that's an amazing conversation Sorry, but true. let's let's move on <laughs> so so the next question that we have for you is that um what can we do to live beyond um our career and not to identify identify ourselves with external things such as our career but rather focusing on our inner happiness and our true purpose Hmm. 
goodness, there is there is so much you can do. I'll tell you what I did. Again, finding your true purpose is is challenging because it, as you grow, it constantly changes. Yeah. So you're constantly rediscovering yourself. But really to detach yourself from things that are external and really looking at inner happiness as, as you as you pose the question, inner happiness, your identity coming from within rather than out there. The first step is always awareness. It's a presence. Mm. Getting present to where you are right now, your senses, the sounds around you, what do you see? Becoming so present, you know, and a lot of people meditate. They practice mindfulness to get present. They practice gratitude to really look for grateful moments in the moment. Um, and getting present to where you are, what's around you, what your thoughts and emotions are doing, and just letting them be. Like, don't fight your emotions or thoughts. Like, you want to hear them. You want to feel them. You want to see what is your body and your mind telling you. You know, how many times do you wake up in the morning and you got to work and then you've kind of forgotten how you got there? You made your cup of tea, you made breakfast, you had it, but actually, you know, none of that was in your attention. It's just robotic. It's just automatic and it happens. How present are we day to day, right? Um, so I think getting present is definitely the first thing. And I, I meditate every single morning. I practice gratitude every single day. Um, and I spend moments throughout the day and I put reminders on my phone actually just to prompt me, particularly during the weekdays when I can get caught up in a lot of work, um, a notification will come up. And it will either be a question or a quote or just a reminder. And I change it up every day because otherwise I start ignoring it if I know what's going to come <laughs> up every single day. In fact, you can, you can, get, you can get apps as well. There's one yeah. app called I Am which is an mm. affirmation app and you, you, you just click, I want 10 notifications every day and spread out throughout the day, it will just ping 10 notifications and it will be feel good things, gratitude, humility, purpose, quotes. And it's a good way to just presence yourself and give yourself even just a moment to detach from everything around you and just spend a moment with yourself. I don't think we do that enough. So presence is definitely the first thing. Um, the second thing I would say is reframing perspective. Mm. So what is bothering you? Getting present and then what is bothering you? Getting present to that. Is it serving you? Why is it serving you or not? What are you grateful about it, even if it's a challenging situation? How can you shift your perspective to an empowering one? You know, I can be in a very difficult conversation at work. And I could say, you know what? I don't like that human being because they were rude to me and they didn't listen. Or I could shift the perspective and say, I just had a conversation with somebody. Yes, it didn't work for me, but that's okay because I'm gonna go up to them and have another conversation that's gonna be more empowering. It doesn't dismiss or disregard the fact that they were rude, but what is gonna serve me? I'm gonna feel really bad with that first perspective. And it's just not gonna, you know, my day is not gonna be great. Whereas I'm serving myself by shifting that perspective and just taking a bit of responsibility about what my brain's saying to myself. It doesn't make it right or wrong. It doesn't make it good or bad. What happened, happened. Mm. You can't change what happened. I can't change the conversation that was had. But mm. I can take a new action that is not reactive and rather respond in a way that works powerfully for me. You know, and, and that won't be expected by the recipient by the other side because naturally they you know they are stuck somewhere which is why they communicated that way what can i do to help that person what can i do to serve them so true. i love that so true shifting that perspective reframing it in a way that works powerfully for you is is a game changer it's just like your definition of success and failure mm. what does that look like is that hitting grades a success hitting grades yeah, you know, what if you don't hit your grades? Does that mean you're a failure? Like you can completely shift that definition for yourself, reframe it. Success for me is waking up every day and meditating. Total. Total. You know, success is knowing that I can call, you know, pick up the phone and see my parents on a phone. Like the world we live in today, Total. we're so much more connected than ever before. You know, that is success. 
I woke up and I can breathe. Wow. Are we even grateful for these moments? We're not, right? We don't take it. We just take yeah. it so lightly, like, oh, we're alive, you know? Yeah. 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 And and that's okay. We're, we're human. You know, there's life happens. We've, we've got to get on with it. But how many times and how many people are really intentional about the fact and grateful for the fact that we're alive today? Absolutely. Absolutely. So true. You know, and it's um, it's all a bit woo-woo for some people, but it makes a big difference. If I can be grateful first thing in the morning and last thing at night, I will be waking up empowered, no matter what my day looks like or how stressful it gets. I will go to bed smiling. There are days where, I, I don't know if you notice, I do a daily gratitude practice on my social media stories. Yeah. And I do that because I was going through a very challenging time last year and I needed to force myself to find the good and I was just finding it hard. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to declare it to the world, do a daily Instagram story, being grateful for something. And there are days where it's really easy. And there are days where I really have to look and really experience and feel that gratitude. But, and that's because I've had a difficult day or I've, I've had a difficult conversation or moment. And just practicing that gratitude pulls me out of it completely because I'm seeing some light. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, so true. So so getting, true. Yeah, getting present and then reframing is, is, is two steps. And then redefining your life for you. Once you become present and you shift your perspective, question is, what do you do next? How do you define yourself? What are you telling yourself? You know, how in terms of your career identity, what are you speaking to yourself? And, you know, career is is also a big term in that when we introduce ourselves to each other, one of the first things that comes out, you know, comes out in conversation is our job titles, right? (laughs) The first thing people want to know aside of your name is what do you do? And sometimes they want to know what you do before your name. (laughs) So true. And the the question I have is, yeah, but who are you as a human being? Why aren't we introducing ourselves as, you know, hi, I'm Alicia. I'm somebody who loves human beings and I want to serve. (laughs) By the way, I work as a doctor and I run a business and I host a podcast. That's all secondary. Right. When I graduated, my title came before who I was. People were like, well done, you're a doctor now. Oh, look at you. <laughs> and I, you know, I'm honored and I'm privileged and I'm glad, you know, that I graduated from medical school. But for me, there was an emptiness because it was like, I'm Alicia. I'm, you know, you see me as this doctor and put me up on a pedestal, but I'm Alicia. I'm a human being. I love baking. I play loads of sport. I, you know, it's, so I, true. It's, it happens, you know, life, society and people and humanity are like this. We become a product, just, that's the thing. Exactly. <laughs> it's what it is, literally. Your, your titles define you. And it's not that the titles aren't important, yeah. it's not forgetting the human being behind it. And I, I keep going back to medical references because, you know, I work as a medical doctor, but it's, we love the NHS. Yes, it doesn't work very well, but who are the people upholding the NHS? Who are the people running it? We talk about the NHS. Do we talk about their staff enough? The human beings that run it. We talk about the doctors and the nurses, but do we talk about the human beings behind those titles? We don't. You know, they have lives too. They have families too. They have kids too. They, you know, they want to travel too. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's it's yeah, it's easy to forget the human being behind a job title. And, and that's really, you know going back to true calling, like I feel like that is the direction my true calling is taking me. Absolutely, absolutely. I think I think we are, as you said, we are human being first. Um, sorry, I don't forget. Uh, um, so we are, we are human being first and then our job titles. And sometimes we just forget that fact. Um, mm. And another thing I think you mentioned is very, very important, very intriguing is, is about being present. Because a lot of the time what happens is that we are always in the past or we are always in the future. But if we, mm. we are never in the present moment experiencing mm. it for example let's say if you go out on a walk even you're thinking about what you what you're going to eat for dinner for example but you're never mm. 
in the present moment, experiencing the environment, looking at the trees, you know, um, and, and that's a problem I face sometimes as well, because you're always thinking about the future. Um, and that's why it's very important, as you said, is to be at the present moment and, um, and and just like for example, you, you talked of meditation, and I think that's a great way of of building up focus. Um, and I was I was recently watching a video, and and they were discussing about monks. Monks, for example, they meditate daily, and that really helps them to build their their focus. And that's why they're called the happiest people in the world, because they they build their focus, but also at the same time they serve, they give back. I think that really contribute to their to their happiness because you know like when you look at a tree as you as you, as you said when you look at a tree you always look at the the outer side of the tree you know the leaves uh, the fruits but you never look at the roots and that's what defines you right that's what defines you um, and I think that you can build up the root the roots by working on yourself as you said by by doing gratitude by doing personal development by doing spiritual development i think that mm -hmm. can really help you to strengthen those roots and when those roots are strong and you when you face a challenge like a hurricane or any challenge you are able to face that challenge absolutely right? absolutely yeah. it's 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 being aligned you know Definitely. growing those roots and being aligned with who you are, what your values are, what your beliefs are. And then no matter what comes your way, when you're so aligned with who you are, nothing can shift that. It's an inner power. Nothing out there can shift that. Yeah. Throw anything my way, I will be fine. You get that level of belief because you're so rooted, like you said. Exactly. You're so rooted that nothing can shift you because yeah. you know that it's, it's all from within. Nothing out there can impact you. And it's... A lot of books say this, a lot of videos say this, but once you experience that alignment for yourself, mm -hmm. game changer. It's a game yeah. changer. I hope everybody in the world has an opportunity to experience that they too can, can be so rooted and so aligned that nothing can shift their happiness. Exactly. And I think I've read a book recently. Um, it's called Welcome Home. And it's all about like building home within yourself before mm. other people or building your home in your career titles your achievements other people relationships whatever like it's it's being with who you are and being aligned with that and loving yourself for who you are because we place again it all comes to like validation acceptance and like so they basically talks about having having a thing about self-acceptance and self-awareness with you and, and if you have those two things you're set in a way because you know who you are because we often as you were saying we forget who we are we talk about our titles first before introducing ourselves so yeah it's a very important thing absolutely absolutely and I think a lot of people also get confused around who they are because they feel they are rooted in their identity and their beliefs and mm -hmm. this goes back to what you were saying about you know being in the past being in the future not actually being present everyone's had a life experience we all have a past we all have our upbringing and when we look into the future we're looking through the lens of mm. our life so true. Mm. So true. you know so essentially we're bringing all of our past with us when we're looking into the future mm. and as much as we can learn a lot from our past and we grow and we create our beliefs and our values from it there are lots of things that don't serve us from our past but that is all being projected into the future as well True. you know True. some people are so strong they have such strong beliefs and self-belief but it comes from a place that doesn't serve them you know you can't trust people because this one bad experience happened or multiple challenging situations occurred and so therefore the world is a dangerous place for example and I'm using a probably isn't the greatest analogy because we do have to look after ourselves in the world mm -hmm. but I you know I I'll tell you a quick story. Um, some people may have heard this before. I went on a hitchhike when I was at university, a charity. And it was my first major travel experience, you know, hitchhiking. I didn't even really know what it was all about. You're on the streets with your thumb up, thumbs up and a sign saying, I want to go this way. Um, and strangers are going to take you. You know, I wasn't alone. I come back safe and sound. <laughs> um, just to put it out there. But, I was so scared because we're brought up 
being told that the world is a dangerous place and you shouldn't talk to strangers, right? It's there, you know, those teachings are there to keep you safe. And I, I wouldn't change that. But my experience of hitchhiking and meeting some of the most incredibly inspiring people in the world, just by chance, you know, people who paid for a bed and breakfast for me to stay in so I have a roof over my head. You know, there was even a police car that stopped that took me 100 miles across Spain and we had a nice chat. Um, there was a school minibus of 14 year old girls who were going to a basketball game. They had space and they took me and my friends. And it's like humanity is so kind. And that shifted my perspective of loving humanity from being somebody who doesn't talk to strangers full stop. <laughs> so true. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. Yeah. you've got to be safe. You've got to be streetwise. So, you know, this is, again, probably wasn't the greatest example. Um, but the idea of life gives you an experience and mm. then you make a belief out of it. True, and yeah. experiences yeah. can be good or bad. And you can have really good perspective and, and belief shifts. But sometimes there are beliefs that you harbor that don't serve you but they're so strong. Those experiences were so powerful that actually it's become who you are. True. So if you're getting rooted and aligned to yourself, mm. it's really important to get clear on, okay, why do I hold this belief? Where did it come from? Okay, brilliant. Thank you, Alicia, for that. So next question is, like, can you briefly explain your five-step system that you use in your coaching? Absolutely. Um, So I have a framework to fulfillment, which is this five-step system to really discovering yourself, your perspective, your alignment, so then you know how to take action for your life. So everything starts off with mindset. So the first step is psychology, the 5P system. First step is psychology. If you work on your mindset, your life just works. If you have good, empowering, positive thoughts, your life will work in a good, empowering, positive way. So really getting to the root of becoming present and aware to what is your brain telling you? What is your mind telling you? How are you speaking to yourself? What mindsets do you hold that and do they serve you or not? And really working through and unpacking that as a foundation, as a first step. It's like the roots that you were talking about, Ursula. Um, Psychology is the first step. If we get our minds right, we get our life right. We know how to speak to ourselves, you know, we'll be taking action from a place that really works powerfully for us. Step number two is philosophy. And what I mean by that is your belief systems. Now, would you agree that if your belief systems, you know, are derived from the past, maybe they don't make you feel good, that actually the decisions you'll be making for your future are not gonna be coming from a great place. You're gonna want to be avoiding pain. You wanna be avoiding risk. You want to avoid the bad experiences that you have. You know, maybe in your job, you're finding it hard. You're not able to develop the relationships that you want to develop. And so when you make your decisions, you're coming from a place of, I don't want that, or I don't like that, I'm gonna avoid it. Or, you know, managers are, are bad or, you know, whatever statement you've made because of your past experiences you know that that is now your belief system maybe you'll tell yourself I'm not good enough that's a big one right I'm not good enough I'm not worth it why because you didn't hit your grades at school or because you got rejected from a job and so you're living your life the rest of your life from a place of I'm not good enough so what are all your decisions going to be they're all going to be limited for you so Step number two is philosophy, really looking at your belief systems, discovering where they came from, getting present to it. And again, it's using the system of of reframing, redefining it to to channel it forwards from, from today rather than coming from the past. You know, having a lens that is empowering for the future rather than carrying all your baggage from the past. You want you want a blank canvas your future you want to create from here and now from what you're feeling what you're thinking what you're telling yourself you don't want to start painting from a place of I want to avoid that I don't like that human being or this part of the world is bad or whatever 
you know, things you have for yourself. I'm not good enough. You know, where are you going to be painting your life from if you if you're holding self-limiting beliefs? Mm -hmm. So that's a really, really important one. Step number three is then your purpose. Once you get your mindset right, you're able to speak to yourself in an empowering way. You shift your belief systems to ones that will work for you, that are aligned to you. The next question is, okay, where do you drive that? Where do you channel it? And getting clear on your purpose come, comes right here. So now you're thinking in a powerful, loving, kind, compassionate way. Your belief systems support you. And that is, it, it's like going anywhere. You need to be clear on where you're going. It's like Google Maps. <laughs> you need to put in your start location. You need to put in your end location. And then it's going to figure out the route for you. And it will give you two or three routes to, to get there, right? So in, in a similar kind of way, your psychology and your philosophy is, is really honing you down into where are you starting right now? And your purpose is looking at where do I want to go? How clear can I get that? Why do I want to achieve that? And one of the concepts that I work through in this particular module is um, the concept of ikigai, which you may have come across. It's a Japanese concept of you know, your reason for being, where it overlaps what you love to what you can get paid for, what can serve the world. Um, you know, there are various versions of it, but essentially you're looking for that sweet spot in the middle where you're going to wake up every day doing what you love, getting paid for it and really serving the people you love or serving the world, however, you know, wide you, you want your reach to go. Um, so getting clear on your purpose and it's really important to understand that your purpose can change all the time. Mm. You know, you, you can get clear like right now, my purpose is to serve my family. I want to be able to save up a little bit of money for them. So on Sundays, I can go and have Sunday lunch out, you know, by the seaside. Mm. And maybe that's your purpose right now. And maybe later on down the line, your purpose will be, you know what? I want to make an investment into a charity so then I can, you know, help support the, the world in improving poverty and, and, and causes that are so big and mental health and, you know, just anything that's close to your heart. There's no cause that's big or small it's what works for you what's right for you so getting clear on your purpose and being comfortable with it changing all the time is is absolutely fine um, step number four is then priority now one of the biggest problems that my clients come to me with is time mm. just don't have the time too busy <laughs> You know, like how how can I look after myself and give myself more self-care? I just don't have the time. But let me ask you this. No matter how late you wake up and how late you are for work, are you going to brush your teeth in the morning? <laughs> I love that. You're going to do it. It's not a matter of time. It's a matter of priority. True. Yeah. If it's important enough to you, you'll make the time. Mm. If it's important enough for you, you will make the time. And so if you're saying you don't have time, then it's just not important enough for you. And it's getting clear on that. There's nothing wrong or bad with that. It's becoming present to where are you giving your time? Are you having a catch up with your friends for a coffee and it's going to take two, three hours of your afternoon and you're doing it because you haven't seen them in ages and you think you should? Or could you be spending that time in something that is actually really, really, really important to you and your life and your family and the people you love. That's going to move you that inch closer to your goals and your purpose. Right? It's where are you giving your time? Because everybody has time in their day to give to what's important to them. So if you're saying you don't have time, however, this is important to you, there is a disconnect there. There is clearly a disconnect. You're not aligned. You say you want this, but this is the life you're living. And we really, really hone in on your schedule, time blocking. Brendan Bouchard says this all the time in his High Performance Habits book. Um, I mean, there are so many people that share it. You know, if it's not in the calendar, it's not going to happen. Uh, yeah. If it's not written down, it's not going to happen. If it's all up here, it's going to slip. If you're someone who's busy and has lots going on, you're saying time is the problem. Where are you writing everything down? Because if it's all in here, it's not going to get done. So it's creating that mindset shift. It's really looking at the calendar and the schedule and making it a process that's not burdensome. I remember when I started 
time blocking into my calendar and using I, I prefer I'm quite archaic I like pen and paper I like a handwritten diary but I never carry it around with me where when I need it but I know I always have my phone with me so it took me some time to get into the habit of using Google Calendar as my scheduling tool and now I, I can't live without it if I lose my phone I don't know what I'm doing in my life <laughs> but it's it's really getting clear on what is in the calendar? If it's not in the calendar, it's not important enough. You know, are you going to have Sunday lunch with your family? Stick it in the calendar. You know it's there. You know it's time blocked. Nothing interferes with that. Nothing gets in the way. Um, I work full time and I do everything else that I do. I need to know that my schedule is on point. So then I'm not burning myself out. And I know that I've got allocated time to do everything. You know, including making sure that I get enough sleep, that I'm looking after myself, that I've got some me time. You know, and if I had everything in my head, which occasionally I find that I'm, it's all in here and, and not on my calendar, those are the moments I get really overwhelmed and burnt out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so time, it's never a matter of time. It's always a matter of priority. So, so that's the fourth, fourth pillar. And the final pillar is prosperity. So you work on your mindset. You really understand and shift your belief system. You get clear on your purpose. You know where you're going. And then you figure out your time and your calendar, prioritizing things that are going to move you forward towards your goal. Next question is, okay, so what actions are you going to take? How are you going to prosper in all of this in every aspect of your life? Remember, we are human beings before we are our job titles. So it's not just about how am I going to hit my goals in my job or my career? It's how am I going to hit my goals for my health? How am I going to hit my goals for my finances? How am I going to hit my goals for my family you know maybe I want to travel how am I going to hit my goals for that so it's really living a life of fulfillment which expresses who you are holistically as a human being right like we always we we're good at looking at one particular aspect of our life but actually they they all intertwine if my finances are off it's going to affect everything if my well-being is off it's going to affect everything If I'm not happy or fulfilled in my career, it's going to affect how I show up in every other aspect of my life. So it's all interlinked and it's really getting that entire fulfillment system together. So you know exactly where you want to go. You've got strong roots, you know how you're going to get there and you know that it's going to impact every aspect of your life. And you know what the consequences of that? Your family are going to be happier. Mm. You're going to connect with more people. You're going to inspire people with the life that you live. Because ultimately, yes, we want good jobs. We want to pay our bills. We want some freedom of our time and finances. We want that security. But ultimately, the bigger question is why? Mm. What for? Who for? Mm. You know, and, and, and for me... And if people ask me this every single day, I'm sure my answer is going to be slightly different every single day. Right now, what's coming to me is, you know, family is everything to me. No matter how hard I work, ultimately, I want to know that my family is going to be okay, that I can spend some time with them, that, you know, I can take my parents around the world one day um, and have that security and stability to do that because they've worked so hard for me to to become who I am today. Um, So as much as I have titles, and I run businesses, and I coach, all of that is close to my heart, but my why is my family, and we're all going to have something that really, really roots us down in that, so, you know, when, when you work through the system, you really get clear, authentically, what's true to you, because sometimes you, you think you know what's right for you, you think you know what you love and your why, but when you really work through it, sometimes you figure out that, it isn't quite it and there is something far deeper going on and once you unleash that the world is a different place for you and what's possible for you in your life just ignites it just ignites and and I say this because the last year has been crazy for me like I never knew this time last year that I was going to run an event it just came it happened you know feedback that I achieved um sorry feedback that I received um from the people that I'm serving 
and it, it's just growing so you can't you can't figure it all out you don't know what the future is going to hold for you. you don't know what life is going to happen no one knew that covid was going to hit and how much it was going to affect our lives right that, that things things just happen and actually being open to the fact that you might not know what the future holds but you're going to wake up and do your thing anyway that's the best place to be because you're you're leaving yourself open for opportunity so, so that's the, you know, <laughs> I rambled on a bit there, but that's the, my five-step five system framework to fulfillment um, that, that we work through with our clients. And um, it's something that has been really empowering for me. And it's, it's a place where I love, I love to serve. Yeah, I love every bit of that. I was so glued to it. Um, yeah, no, there's specific bits that I really liked. So at the end, you were saying your why, right? So it's about, I think I was listening to like a Jay Shetty podcast and he was talking about like knowing your real why. I, is your why coming from you? Or is mm. it coming from the society? Like, absolutely. Because is, it, is that, is, are you doing it because they want you to do it? Or mm. is it because you want to do it? So mm. like, you know, is, are you, do you really want to do it? Is it coming from inside of you? So, you know, that is a question mm. that you ask that your purpose changes, your why changes, right? So at the moment, mm. your why is about serving your family and that's true to you, not because yeah. everyone else wants you to serve your family, it's because you want to do it. So that's yeah. one of the things. And um, another thing about your sister, your five-step uh, coaching thing was the beliefs. I think beliefs are hugely part of who you are, especially like when I didn't know anything about that until like, about one year ago about like how powerful your subconscious is like it picks up everything until you're seven years old so like you know mm-hmm. so like how you are how you were as a child is some of the traits are still now so understanding where you've come from will be mm-hmm. you, that will help you to break those patterns and be able to be a better virgin and one more thing was the priority um aspect it's like we have like tons of excuses I, there's no, I'm also a big, uh, I, I, I put my hand up as well. I'll say that as well all the time. I do, I'm, so, don't worry. I'm so busy, <laughs> I'm so busy guys. I have such a big schedule, but like, you know, but it's about sitting down and putting everything down in the calendar, right? And you, you said such a good thing that's going to stay by me. You're like, if you have time to brush your teeth, I'm sure you have, you know, you, you, you can make time for other things too. Like if you read, it, it depends on, um, Alicia, I think it's about how much do you want it? Like, you know, do you really want to do it? And I think that's about it. We waste so much time and I'm a bit culprit in that, like carried on with social media, Instagram. You you spend so much time on your social media, but, you know, being disciplined, I think is a key factor. So, yeah, thank you so much for sharing this, this, like, you know, system. I think um, it'll be very useful to a lot of people, I think. Absolutely. I think I will definitely apply whatever you said I think it's so inspiring and another thing to kind of add is that you know we all kind of come up with goals right but before we don't figure out like the steps that you went through the goals would be useless right because it doesn't it doesn't have a why it doesn't have like why are you doing in the first place let's say that you know if you want a, a, a fitter body right whatever it could be anything uh, in fitness for example but if you don't have a why that goal would be useless. So I think I think your 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 steps were very structured to come up with your purpose and your why and in terms of why you are doing in you know in first place and um, and in your case why is family and in many other people's case why it would, would be could be something else. So figuring out your why could really help you to shift your perspective. So yeah, Absolutely. all of your points, uh, yeah, were amazing. We were kind of like, you know, yeah, glued, <laughs> yeah, glued to the to the screen. <laughs> but yeah, amazing. Let Let's move on to the next question. Um, so this is like our favorite question. So, what was holding you back before you look before you took the step to become an entrepreneur or you know become a certified life coach? Hmm. I think everything always boils down to fear. Mm -hmm. um, what was holding me back was my own career identity actually that you know I graduated as a doctor that that's my life that's who I am now that's how I serve everybody sees me that way and the expectation is that I live a life of being a doctor you know I get married I have kids that's just what life is supposed to be like um 
And if I were to throw my hat over the wall, take the leap, doing something different, it's not even being judged by the world or you know the people that are closest to you. It's judging yourself was the hardest thing. Mm. I my expectations came from my upbringing in my society that I'm meant to live this life as a doctor, that I'm supposed to complete my training and become a consultant. That I, you know, this is my route. The the next sort of you know until my life has been planned out for me. And to step away from that, who am I anymore? You know, that was my, that was what was holding me back. Because actually I was questioning my career from even before I graduated. It took me years to develop the courage to put in my resignation, knowing that everyone's now going to start questioning me. What's wrong? Why? (laughs) And then I'm going to have to deal with that as well as me questioning myself, like, what in the world am I going to do now? (laughs) Yes, I'm qualified as a doctor, but what other job can I get? It just felt very restrictive for me. And, you know, I know there's lots of transferable skills and and all of this, but, but really, you know, when you identify with a, with a job title, you know, and something that you've trained in or, or for, for so long, it's, it does naturally become who, who you are. So if you're going to step out of that, who are you anymore? So that that really held me back. And I wasn't aware at the time. I just felt uneasy. I felt afraid. I didn't like the uncertainty because I was so used to structure and certainty. You know, when I know I'm going to be at med school for six years, I know I'm going to do my foundation training for two years. I know that I'm then going to kind of work up the career ladder for the next, you know, 10 years you know, two, 20, 20 years, 20, 30 years of my life have been planned out for me and, I'm, and I've been brought up in that structure. And so to step away and have no clue what you're going to do, you know, that, that was really holding, holding me back. Um, and that I just wouldn't live up to my expectations, let alone anyone else. You know, I always knew myself as superwoman. Hit me with anything, I'll handle it. I can do everything. And I do 101 things and I can manage it all. And it got to a point where I just wasn't. You know, my well-being went down the drain because of the hours I was doing. And I wasn't able to bake as often as I wanted to. And I couldn't commit to a sports club because of my shift pattern of work. I just, I, I, I felt very lost. Um, but it really took someone to show me the world of personal development. And, you know, that, that I've had many various phases in my life where I feel like I've hit a place that feels like rock bottom. And that was one of the moments where no matter what you do, you're in a privileged and honored position with your job, yet you're not fulfilled. Um, but it took somebody who understood that you know, to put their hand out and say, come and check this out. And I went to a a, a seminar that introduced me to the world of personal development. And that moment, my life changed. I didn't even know that this kind of personal development existed. And it surprises me that I'd never been taught Mm. mindset and personal development at school. I was never taught at university. And honestly, there is there is a fire inside of every single human being whether you know it or not imagine if we had no fear or judgment in the way and we just lived our authentic lives and we made the impact that we were meant to make and it was just happening this world be would be an entirely different place you know and and the power of that I'm, I've only realized over recent years because I've been able to see what I've been able to achieve through investing in my personal development. I'm a whole new human being compared to who I was six years ago. Um, and, I, and I wouldn't been, I, this, this just wouldn't have been possible if, if I didn't know that this world of personal development existed. So what held me back was fear, fear and judgment, outside and inside. Um, but I'm so glad that I just happened to you know, work with somebody who knew my personal development, mindset growth, and just took me to a seminar because that point completely changed the entire trajectory of my life. 
absolutely Super i think that, i think fear is kind of the most important thing that you kind of highlighted i just want to share an example mm-hmm. for example like when we are kids uh, when when you see a toddler and when the toddler starts to starts to um, um to, to learn to walk for example right and the, he or she might fall down so many times but doesn't mm-hmm. get scared of you know um, just getting up back again and fighting it again and sometimes i think as we grow up we forget that we forget that you know if for example if we quit our job or if if you know um we will be judged by the society we we forget that you know uh, we are doing it for ourselves not for the society i think that's something that we forget and i think it's quite commendable alicia that you know um, being a doc- doctor is very uh, very noble noble profession right that's why when we started a podcast i call you a doctor but <laughs> now my perception has completely changed um so it's a very noble uh, noble profession um and um, it's very difficult so if i have seen a lot of doctors my mom actually comes from a from a nursing background as well so i have seen a lot of like people in the medic um uh, you know medicine medicine profession and a lot of them don't really leave the profession because you know the reason why because they're too attached to it to the title of it right and mm-hmm. as you said that you know after studying for a, such a long period of time where you spend like 5 to 6 or 7 years i don't know how long um mm-hmm. and and leaving that profession it's it's a very hard step it's a very difficult step because you spend like so long um of course there are there are skills that you can reuse but it's a very hard step and again you took that that's that's the biggest thing a one can 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 do i think you should be really proud of yourself and i think it's for us for us it's it's very very inspiring uh that you know what like things are possible uh but the only thing is that you have to take action and 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 don't be scared even if you fall you can get up and fight back again yeah and trust, trust the process absolutely Yeah and I'm so glad you took that step otherwise we wouldn't be speaking to you about this so I'm just so glad that you did it and I just want to say something to whoever's listening is like don't be afraid to take decisions which are uncomfortable like and if you do just say I'm proud of myself that I did it because very less people take that leap of faith because like I'm I I can completely relate to what you're saying because I recently I recently quit my job so I'm just like what on earth am I going to do now <laughs> but it's all about like being like you know being kind to yourself and be like I will figure it out and you know working on yourself and just take that leap of faith because you know what you don't know what two months of two months in line it will be your your life because of that decision that you took is going to completely change so yeah thank you for being such an inspiration so we're going to move on to the best part of the podcast which is rapid fire round so you can only answer in a line or using a word so we're going to have fun with that alicia <laughs> okay so are you ready go for it okay okay so what is your biggest source of strength that keeps you going each day my family okay awesome amazing that was one word that's amazing <laughs> Okay. So the mom and dad, I love them too much. I don't tell them enough probably. <laughs> so now I think we have a different uh, question for you. So we have a bunch of cards so you can you can see right here. So okay. what I'm going to do they are just like bunch of quotes. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pick one of them and ask you what how is it relatable to you, right? So it can be anything. So oh, this, do you agree with what that? What do you agree yeah. with that? Okay. So I'm going to okay. pick a random one. So okay. I'm going to pick at this. Okay. okay. So <laughs> if you want something you have never had you have got to do something you have never done i think that kind of relate to a podcast to be honest <laughs> 100% agree <laughs> you want a different outcome you got to do something different absolutely. that's it plain and simple absolutely okay so the last one what is uh, your proudest achievement so far in your life it's actually what you shared throwing my hat over the wall taking the leap you know i i could say you know i graduated from med school i could say i'm a certified high performance i could say all of that none you know what none of that would have happened if i didn't make a brave decision for myself to invest in me so um yeah i think that answers the question yeah it does love that love that i think that was the quickest rapid fire we've ever had <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing so uh 
Thank you so much, Alicia, for joining us today. It's such a big privilege. I hope you continue to inspire and help people with all that you do for the world. You are such a big inspiration to us and so many people around around around, around you. You probably don't realize the impact that you have made on people around you by showing them that it is so important to live a life which is true to you and your purpose as you said um, you have shown us that if you truly aspire to do something with your true passion you can achieve it and the universe helps you on the way to your journey um, alicia if our audience wants to connect with you or you know your brand uh, where where can they find find it um, thank you so much for, for that closure as well. I, I have enjoyed this podcast and it's, it's a privilege to be here and to, and to serve. Um, everyone can find me on Instagram as Dr. Alicia Damani. Um, I am on Facebook. I am on LinkedIn as well. I'm probably most active on LinkedIn and Instagram. So you can find me there and connect with me there. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, Alicia. I won't, I won't say doctor now. So, yeah. <laughs> and, and thank you to all of you who are listening. We are so grateful and humbled to have you as part of our amazing community, which is growing um, and who are trying to ba- break past barriers which are holding you back to achieve our goals and ambitions. Let's together change lives around us. Please follow us on our Instagram page, Watch Holding You Back, and give us feedback. Um, you can listen to us on various places, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and the list just goes on. And we are so excited for our upcoming episodes. They are going to be amazing. So I, I am looking forward to having you back, sending you lots of love and gratitude, as well as strength for whatever you're going through. <music>